right. Well, we are in our final week of Daniel. Uh, those of you who've been with us and been watching and know that we've been kind of working our way through this book uh, throughout the, uh, really the summer. We kind of started that a couple of weeks ago. This is week four. The first week, remember, we, we dove right off into Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and their, uh, their declaration of God is able, but if he does not, uh, we will still not bow down and worship. And then uh, the second week we got into uh, Daniel uh, interpreting the handwriting on the wall for Belshazzar. Remember that? Uh, how uh, we were divided and we were lacking and, uh, and our days are numbered. And then last week uh, we really kind of pulled a lot of history and went into the Daniel and the Lion's Den story. Probably the most popular story of the entire book of Daniel. Uh, the one that we all know from when we were little kids in vacation Bible school. And, and really my point was that everything in your world can change through your devotion. Really it was this thought of uh, changing the future of your history. And, and how our devotion can have, have, have generational change and really begin to impact the way our families function and the way we function within uh, our world. So this week, uh, we're going to pull out of the narrative. We're going to kind of get out of the, the developing story of Daniel. If you guys remember, I told you on week one that Daniel's a unique book and that it was it's kind of split in half, almost exactly in half. Uh, the first six chapters are the story, and then the second ch six chapters are kind of like these prophetic visions and prophetic dreams. Well, we're going to kind of get out of the story and we're going to read a passage out of chapter 9 that is in a vision-type dream part of it. But we're going to leave all the vision-dream stuff out of it. And we're just going to focus on the, the meat and potatoes of what Daniel is saying. Okay, And so we're just going to kind of really figure out and, and see how this applies to us. But to, to get to this point, we've got to remember what Daniel is experiencing. So let's kind, of, let's kind of go back and get a little bit of context here. Remember that the people of God, the 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 people who were in Israel and in Judah are now all in exile, which means that they have been conquered and they have been kicked out, okay? And so that means that uh, obviously first the Assyrians came to the north and then finally the Babylonians came and took them over and also took the south. We read that about Nebuchadnezzar and we read how uh, they came into Jerusalem, the capital city, and, uh, and kind of kicked everybody out. Now the, the issue that we have with this and the issue really that the, the Israelites and the Jews have with this is that they never thought this would happen. They never ever even you know, let that be an experience in their mind because uh, they lived and they operated as if they had this get out of jail free card, right? They thought, well, we're the people of God not only that we live in the city of God, that the temple is here, there's no way God's ever going to allow anything like that to happen. So when the Babylonians did come in and when they did take over, this was a national, it was a social, it was an economic issue, right? This was a big overthrow, but more personally to the Jews, this was a spiritual, how could God let this happen moment. Now, if you remember, there were multiple Old Testament prophets that, that showed up and, and that were kind of on the scene saying, listen, if we don't get our stuff together, 